Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Second episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. My name is Dylan, and with me is the hippest man in the room, Glitch. What's up? Across the pond is the stupid, awesome analyst, John. Yo! And of course, the hard man with even harder opinions, Andrew. Hi! 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 Hello! Hi! Were you saying yes in Japanese? <laughs> and that is your <coughs> Japanese lesson for the day. That We're is. done. <laughs> so we all went to the movies this weekend. What did we see, Jonathan? We saw Big Hero 6. Yeah. And it was really good. They Disney-fied the comic. That's for sure. They did. But um, that is not a bad thing. Yeah, it was uh, It was pretty fun. It was a really, really fun movie to watch. Uh, I thought the movie, uh, the story moved a little bit too fast, but... Yeah, there was, like, the first ten minutes of the movie had all the exposition where, like, the characters, like, spoke of things that seemed a little unnatural, like... Our parents have been dead for three years, you know, like... Yeah, and uh, I felt like the characters made friends too fast, but it wasn't... Uh, but nothing in the movie really happened so that it ruined the movie for me. I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, it was a good superhero flick for kids, and uh, also... That was one of the problems, though, is just because it's a, it's a Disney movie doesn't mean it's for kids. Don't bring your four-year-olds to the to a theater. Maybe even three-year-olds. Yeah. Um, or two-year-olds. Did, was there an experience that you wanted to punch a child at the theater or something? Almost. Uh, a little bit. He was, um... We went to a luxury theater where, like, you pay regular movie ticket prices, but all the theater seats are reclining leather love uh, love sofas, oh, and you have, and you have to theater. and you have to reserve them. Yeah, makes, you have to reserve them. You have to buy what tickets. Makes them love sofas. Well, be, you know what a love seat is? It's a, it's only like it's for two people. Yeah, two people. Yeah, but it's what makes it a love worth seat? Sitting on right now, Dylan. No, this is a couch for sure, dude. <laughs> if, if it's a, if it's a miniature. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was too good. <laughs> yeah, if you got two year olds, take them to see Interstellar. <laughs> Is that what you saw? Yeah. How was it? I'm still in the theater watching. <laughs> it was. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I actually knew like nothing about it going into it, which I wanted after I saw the very first trailer, and I thought that was a good way to go in uh, to that particular film. Yeah. I've there's only space seen... involved in Interstellar? I never knew. I've yeah, only... it was it was literally like That's the movie how spoiler is free he wanted to be. I don't really want to say much about it, but the movie is I think the movie is two hours and fifty minutes long and about forty minutes 
they're like on Earth, and then the rest of the movie is like space. Oh wow! Yeah, I thought it's... that it would be longer than that. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I did enjoy it. I will say that. Um, I saw it in regular theater. I didn't watch it in IMAX or whatever. Or luxury theater. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any love seats. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was cool. It was, a, it was. If you like science fiction films, then you're probably really gonna dig it. And I think they did a good job of like making either using actual real science or making their science make sense uh, for the most part. It makes yeah. you feel smart watching the movie. That's, that's it, it can, or I could see it being, for some people, like our experience with Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. But <laughs> yeah. It's like, there, I, f- I feel like for some people, like, I don't know if my parents would like that movie, because it really is a lot to follow. Um, they kind of did that with Big Hero 6, where it was very, very science-heavy. Like, everything was all robotics, and everything was all a uh, little science thing, but it was Disney-ified to, the, to mm-hmm. where they made it believable. Yeah, because um, they had so many different advanced technologies in that movie. You just, you just kind of thought, well, why haven't we thought of this already? Like, why don't we have these in development? And it's like Disney put it in this movie. Why don't we have these in development? They just said it right there. And actually, in the credits, there was like a list of like ten to twenty different uh, technology robotic schools, uh, including MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, which is like one of the smartest schools on the face of the planet. Um, so they actually consulted robotics and science majors to actually work on the technology in the movie. They, they talked to real robots? <laughs> they talked yes. to actual robots. They went to Mitt and talked to robots. Cool. Cool right, so I guess it's, uh, Yeah, I guess we should move on to... <laughs> well, I mean, Big Hero 6 was kind of relevant because it's, you know, Japanese... Yeah, Japanese origin. They, the movie takes place in San Francisco. And and Japan is part of the Earth, which is in Interstellar, so... <laughs> Alright, you are not wrong. How about we kick things off, finally, and ring the news bell? News. Alright. So, hopefully this week it works out a little bit better. It's gonna be a bell everybody sound has, here. has brought their news stories to the table. I'll start with mine. How about uh, Japan Universal Studios building a life-size attack on Titan statue? Yes. 15 meters tall, which is just... Like about fifty feet, a little over fifty feet. This this story was also sent to us, <laughs> uh, sent to us by a fan as well. Was um, it okay? Is it going to fight the life size Gundam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someday. No, it's actually a life size uh, statue of of uh, the female Titan. Oh, of course. Uh, from, from the yeah, so it's you're gonna have no. It's like, both. It's it's uh, it's it's the male titan fighting the female titan. Is there okay? So there's yeah. two. There's gonna be two life size titans squaring off yeah. in Universal Studios one's, Japan. One's 15 meters tall and one's 14 meters. Is there tall. just gonna be a perpetual steam cloud covering their genitalia? <laughs> yeah, they don't That'll have be, genitalia. They don't have genitalia. The yeah, the larger ones that are just like anatomy. What? No, no titans <laughs> have genitalia. Okay, I'm, I only saw three episodes, so. <laughs> Yeah, well, the female Titan is just made all of muscle, so it's just going to be one huge... Deep bone muscle? Deep bone deep muscle, muscle statue. Don't, don't care, still sexy. With very and broad shoulders. Yes. Eh. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. Well, Tough if chick. The, the shoulders are like 20 feet apart, so yes, they're quite broad. <laughs> <laughs> Universal Studios, what are you doing with Attack on Titan material? Eh? Well, eh? <laughs> well you see, um, but, but Universal Studios has also hosted a whole bunch of you know, uh, things dubbed the real. So, yeah. like, they have this is going to be Attack on Titan the real. Uh, they also had Monster Hunter the real. They had uh, Raccoon City the real, uh, which was that interactive thing where you go around shoot the shoot zombies. zombies yeah. and, and then Saw there was Five the real. <laughs> and then there was one more Silent Hill. 
No, it wasn't. Oh, that'd be it was. Awesome. It was. Yeah, that would be freaking awesome. Uh, but this it was something else. They had four, they had four. This is the fourth installment of the reel. Nice. Yeah. Who else has something? I do. This is kind of a media news, but it is also very strange in the fact that uh, uh, this was found on Reddit. It surfaced on Reddit at least uh, of a forum that kicked off. Uh, titled Racist Westerners Stop Imitating Us Asians and Ruining Our Superior Anime Characters by Cosplaying. So it's um, a YouTube channel that has surfaced that is all about anti-Western cosplaying where basically they're saying, see this Asian person cosplaying this Asian character? Now look at this fat American. Stop doing it. You're, you're ruining my favorite characters. And it's causing this whole explosion between, you know, no, cosplay is supposed to be fun, and no, cosplay is supposed to be beautiful, kind of a thing. So, uh, an idiot. Yeah, it's, I, uh, obviously I'm, I'm siding with anybody should cosplay if they want to cosplay, uh, but this, this Even YouTube... Even if it's just cardboard. It can and, be fun uh, and beautiful. And I guess mixed into this article, they also have little things like uh, what Asian people do to look like Westerners. And apparently they sell synthetic noses, synthetic plastic noses that they stick on their face to look like Westerners. <laughs> oh, are they like the really red noses or something? No, uh, just really big. Yeah, really big, big, really long. Yeah, pointed, oh, rounded. Oh, yeah, no, I remember those, yeah. A, a, a Japanese airline got in trouble for doing that once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about it on, on here before. See, yeah. I don't get it. I think it's funny. Like, I think that kind of stuff is funny. And I do, but it's, I do too. But it's out of hatred, so it's not out. Of, well, not the noses. Well, not the noses. No, I mean that's. I mean, Japanese humor is very, very un PC. Very, they can basically say whatever they want and not get in trouble. Where here, if we were to do anything like that, the second you do it, you get sued and show up on Jezebel. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Glitch is looking for his right now, I think. <laughs> but uh, my news would be more so of Naruto ending. That's not news. It's really not. Everybody Do you want to talk about, about it? I wouldn't mind talking about it. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it, Glitch? <sighs> yes, I'd like to talk about it. Let's I, talk about it. How do you feel? Eh. <laughs> I, mean, the movie's coming. I mean, when the movie comes out, I might be a little more excited. But it ended in a very Shonen-esque expect. Okay, spoiler warnings, but if you've never watched an anime, then these wouldn't be spoilers for you. But, yeah, you know, Naruto's become so kage, and they show what happens, like, two, three, four, maybe five years in the future. I don't, I don't, I don't think that do was that. two, three, four, five. That was a lot of years in the Who future. Who knows at a time? <laughs> they had a full-blown, like, skyscraper city behind the village now. <laughs> you can build... that. You know how much stuff would... In you know, three, ninjutsu four, you can build well, in a couple of... That's, exactly. that's true. They could just ninjutsu, do... Ninjutsu, my friend. They, they, could, they could just do shadow clone jutsu to a building. <laughs> <laughs> and we want one of these and one of these. They probably could. But yeah, they pretty much ended, like, if you read... Or look at any deviant fan art that's not, you know, Sasuke Naruto. People who got hooked up with they expect to get hooked up with. Or yeah. There was a lot of OTPs, I believe. That's, really, that's, that's, that's was, what I saw on Facebook was everywhere. Like, I'm terribly disappointed by the end of Naruto. Naruto and Sasuke did not get together. <laughs> <laughs> Although, one thing I did find a little cute was that um, Sasuke and Sakura's daughter seems to have a crush on Naruto's son. <laughs> Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he said that before. Yeah, he did say that before. Well, okay. well, showed you got jungle fever. Yeah, we Glitch and I were talking. We couldn't figure out who the chick was that Choji ended up with, but it was a dark-skinned girl that I don't remember at all. And Rock Lee and Tintin was predictable, but not like... 
Who's the cat chick or whatever chick she, it was that Kiba was with? Because I don't remember seeing her at all. The cat chick? I don't even Andrew, remember. Andrew, who was the cat, cat chick? Yeah, Andrew. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, Kiba's with some girl talking to her, and, like, I don't know if they're married, dating, or what the hell ever. They didn't even mention Sheena. Bug guy. Oh, yeah. What happened to Eno? She ended up with Sai, didn't she? Yep. The, I don't know the drawing was. dude, the weird, like socially awkward up. dude. All right, what happened to Shikamaru? He made he married the wind chick. Yep, the chick with the big fan, which was pretty. Obvious. Oh, Tamari, Tamari. Yeah, yeah. So like, basically, what they said would ha- or uh, what they predicted would happen from episode one when they were in that fighting tournament together. Basically, uh, like it, yeah. like I said, if you've seen any, these aren't really spoilers once you really think about it. Yeah, yeah, like as like yeah, because I mean, as soon as you saw that fighting tournament, you were like, I chipped them. It's not like Naruto and Tintin. Like, holy shit, is this coming? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What the hell did Naruto do? I hope it explains it in the movie. One, one but, thing uh, that I thought was cool, even though it really didn't like have that big a part of the story, was that Kakashi was Hokage for several years. Yeah, uh, he just retired because I think you know what. Fuck it. I was like, <laughs> I'm not the main character. Yeah, after their fight, Hokage, or, uh... It was a space Kakashi was the Hokage for a period. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because I would have just expected that Naruto would have immediately become Hokage. <laughs> and Sasuke's doing his normal, you know, I want to be a, kind of a loner thing. Yeah. He's Either like, way, I'm, I'm nice really now, happy. but peace out. Either way, I'm really happy to hear that they did an epilogue. I think every single story ever written needs an epilogue, just what? so you know what happens after. Like, I They're hate it when stories just end. Huh? They're doing that for the movie, and they might, you know, pull a DBZ and expect, you know, Naruto's children to pick up on the legacy or that kind of aspect. Well, the I thing heard... is, did you not hear that there is actually going to be... I, I didn't actually read into this, but I just saw that there's going to be a sequel miniseries. That's what of I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I heard that they were they were picking up another Naruto series. That so sounds cool to me. I don't know if that's going to be with the the young kids now, or if it's going to take place in the time between the epilogue and the the fight that they had. Yeah, they didn't you know I mean? say. I yeah, sounds good to me. I actually kind of want to read into that and see see the whole ending. Very cool. Well, congrats to Naruto you and and the writer. You can finally rest your hands. Yeah, no, it only took you like fifteen years. <laughs> and like, get on this finally, shit. Like, Start an ending. ending. You know, like an actual ending. Like it wasn't just like, and it's over. The end. And it's like he actually wrote an ending for I'm it. Sorry, I'm still gonna call out bleep. It's not like you're saying, hey, we're planning <laughs> on ending. We're gonna end this. Two years later, not a goddamn thing has happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, but Naruto, like the same, like what a month before? Like, oh yeah, it was like I think it was like two months. It was like yeah, we're ending in November. It was like what? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what? <laughs> They're ending. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, who wants to do the next news piece? Well, I think we mentioned that we had a double a double news story that we both picked. That's right. Go ahead, Dylan. You can start it off. Um. It was that uh, Hayao Miyazaki is getting an honorary Oscar, or well, an honorary Academy Award. Yay! Thank goodness. Well, but it's not a real one, though, and that sucks. Yeah, yeah I know, but he's getting recognized. He is, but like he should actually have an award in his hands. Well, no, like, do, you know, like, do you know he won an Oscar for the only movie you guys haven't seen yet? For Spirited Away. Oh, for Spirited Away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even so, I, I, I want I want other Japanese directors to oh, to, to get recognized too. Mamoru, so here, yeah. here we go. Here Mamoru. we go. There we go. All right, still got the sound effects going strong. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but he said uh, 
that Miyazaki basically was talking a lot about how he's going to be doing short films now for the Ghibli mu- Museum uh, that Ooh. he's going to set up. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. It's kind of like a retirement plan. You know how when old people retire now, they get jobs still, and they can only work a certain amount of time? So he's not doing feature-length yeah, stuff, but he's exactly. doing short stuff. Yeah. It, there's this really funny quote, or at least I giblets. found it funny, that he said, um, and this is uh, from Miyazaki, one of the good points of making such short films is that I don't have to worry about them having financial success. And he goes on to say that... Uh, the people who come to the museum are forced to see this film when they go into the <laughs> little theater there. Style. So even if it's a little bore, a little mm-hmm. bit boring, they'll probably sit through it and not raise a fuss. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's brilliant. I thought that was an interesting take. Yeah. So like I'm going to say this, though. He's just talking like an old man now. You know, old man speak. <laughs> He, yeah, he also mentioned that he's like he's happy to receive the award, but but uh, and this is a, another quote from him. It's going to be a bit of a bothersome thing for me to travel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's just because he doesn't want to travel or if it's health reasons or whatever. But he's yeah. just so old. Wait, I have a question. I have a question. Okay, okay. for Miyazaki. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for everybody involving Miyazaki. So that means he's making short. For G- the Ghibli Museum, right? I, for a second, I thought it was like gym shorts. <laughs> no, 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 so they're gonna be—they could be called Ghibli shorts, but no, they could be called giblets. Yeah, giblets. So <laughs> you go to the museum to see Miyazaki's giblets. <laughs> right. Don't be gross. Giblets. And then I Giblet bet after he, after he dies, that's actually what's gonna happen. It's like, and here's his brain, and here's his kidney. <laughs> Miyazaki giblets. That was weird, man. Yeah, that's a weird turn. <laughs> that was weird. Hey, Glitch brought it up. I just brought up his giblets. I didn't bring out like when he died, what are going to do with his body parts. Hey, you don't know what he's going to do with his body parts. Well, sort of speaking yeah, of he's dying. Away. Speaking of dying, um, I was <clears throat> debating on whether to mention this or not. This is sort of a strange news story, but apparently there's a, a trend in Japan that's starting where people can... Um, Basically, go on this like photo shoot for their own funeral, and then have a simulation of scattering ashes. That is odd. And that it's, is really it's a rising odd. trend with uh, the elderly. Apparently, <laughs> it's called uh, sh- oh boy uh, shuka- <laughs> shukatsu shukatsu tours, in which participants can have portraits taken for their own funerals and experience a simulation of scattering their ashes. So, huh. so what are they actually scattering when they scatter their own ashes? I guess they're ba- they basically will take them on like a cruise or something. And I guess they just throw some other other people's ashes other people's in the world. Ashes of hearts in the world. <laughs> it was a weird story, but there was a really nice um, line from a lady that they interviewed that was doing it because she her daughter lives in the United States, and she said that the ocean is connected all around the world, so they can I can stay with her all the time, being oh. scattered in the ocean. That's nice. That was a sweet sweet note. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Alright, cool. I, I got a piece of gaming news that I'm really excited about because it's about one of my favorite games of all time. Sega is re-releasing Valkyria Chronicles. Hold on. What? Pause. And just hold on one second. Oh, God damn it, Dylan. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. That's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked on the wrong one first, sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, Sega is re-releasing one of my favorite games, Valkyria Chronicles, for the PC. <laughs> and um, it's going to be on Steam, and 
I'm really excited about that because I, I would play Valkyria Chronicles all the time on the PC, like if it was at that access. It's kind of like I agree. A first taste of a visual novel because the game is like 36 hours long, and wow. about 20 of it is just listening to cinematics and 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 characters talking. <laughs> and there's only and there's only about an like an hour to two per battle, and there's one per chapter. It's it's a ridiculously long game, and yeah, you have to put in so much time. But I love it because the RPG element, it upgrades all of your characters all at once. So as long as you, like, you can upgrade your classes all at once. So anybody who's a scout gets upgraded all the time. And, and yeah, like, all at the same time. All it your doesn't snipers. upgrade specific characters. Yeah. And all the characters make a difference. There's 50 characters in the game and you have to try to keep them all alive. But if you don't, then they're dead for good. It's it's an end-all, be-all game. I really like it. I would totally recommend it for Steam. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't wait for it to come out for the PC, because I will want to play it. I hope it comes out for Mac. I hope it has a Mac port. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because my, my, my computer now would be able to support it. Sega! <laughs> okay. Nope. <laughs> oh, wow, it's hard to understand, but it says silence, so just so you know. I thought it said science. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's science. We're science. back on the inter- Interstellar? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? We, so I got a funny, strange news story about a store in Japan that is being too honest with their sale price signs. Uh, they have started posting things with their overstock items saying, stock we should never have ordered. Or, <laughs> I don't or see two, the problem with this. Yeah. Or a sign that says, we ordered 2,000 boxes of Choco Balls. Just FYI, last month we only sold 70. <laughs> <laughs> is this in... Is this in uh, Japanese that it says this, or is this like an English translation? It's yeah, it's an English translation from what the Japanese signs say. Oh, okay, it's like help get rid of this shit. Yeah, because I was wondering if it was just like a weird English translation that they had on a sign or something. Right, right. No, no. This is actually what the kanji says. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we only sold seven. Yeah, and they put they put up manga Please buy like pictures, and one of the manga pictures is like a picture of the boss, who's um, somebody from Fist of the North Star, and then like a little a little girl for the under for the underling or or the employee, and it says, "You heard me, over two thousand units. We sold all four thousand for those creme caramel we ordered by mistake that one time, didn't we?" And the underling says. But but that was just luck, and the boss says we ordered two thousand. I will not accept any answer other than yes. <laughs> and these are on the signs in the store. Uh, that's that's some pretty brilliant marketing, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's almost like like how could you say no? How how could you say no to to buying those items? Pretty awesome. Because I mean, they're things for like candy and pocky, you know, all that kind of stuff. Everybody likes that stuff. So when they see it at low prices, they'll be like, yeah, that's funny. I'll I'll support them. The at moment, least I would. The mom and so. pop shop. Yeah, support your mom-and-pop shop. Like Walmart. Oh, boy. Boy. Since um, this happened a little while ago, I don't think we talked about on any of the prior episodes, was the possible casting for the Ghost in the Shell movie that's apparently still happening. Oh, uh, That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, we never did talk about that, Because I don't want to talk about it, how <laughs> stupid it is. I, I actually... I don't think that it's that bad of a choice. I'm not that... Huge of a fan of Scarlett Johansson, but she's an all right actress. But um, yeah. See, I don't I, know. I, it's I, just as like it's from the the guy that's going to direct it is Rupert Sanders. The only thing I know that he's worked on was the Snow White and the Huntsman movie, which I haven't seen, so I can't yeah, really. I've seen it. It's it's one of the few movies that I have never finished watching in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, 
I, there's a list of like three or four movies that I have never finished watching all the way through, and Snow White and the Huntsman is one of them. And yeah, and I'm not a Scarlett Johansson fan either, so I really wasn't happy about that announcement because I really don't think she could play a good major at all. I think um, she could. She's done some weird like independent films in the past few years that have like I think like Under Your Skin is a good example to see the range that she could possibly do or some sort of I, I, I haven't watched that much Ghost in the Shell so I can't really say whether or not um, I think she'll be a good whatever in, her name is in, in my honest opinion uh, I think it needs to be someone older uh, it needs to be uh, it, it can't be like a young pretty actress uh, playing the major cause it's so you want like Meryl Streep <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, or M uh, from uh, 007. Well, here and and put it this Betty way. White. <laughs> anyway, yes. Put it this way. That would be an um, awesome movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, I follow I follow Richard Epcar on uh, on Facebook, and he himself, you know, Bato himself said, "I do not agree with Scarlett Johansson playing the major." That's all you need for anybody who had any doubt in the past. That is all you need. Bato saying no. I do not want Scarlett Johansson to play. Yeah, I don't the major. know. I feel like she, she's an okay actress, though. Like she's a good, a pretty accomplished actress, and I don't feel like she's going to be coming at quintessential action chick, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel, like, I don't, the, I don't feel like the problem is a lot of times the casting. I feel like it's the either the directing and the the crew behind the film because like it's not like. They have to nail down the tone from the anime series for it to be a good thing. And, like, I think that's the underlying reason why a lot of these movies based on anime or video games or whatnot are really bad. Because they don't capture that. It's true. It's it's really true. But, um, I just... I don't know. I just haven't liked Scarlett Johansson in any movies that she's been in recently. Yeah. But, I mean, it still is, like, even if they did pick... The whoever you're like, whoever could play that every character the greatest, if it still was like a shitty, you know, tone, a bad direction, it would not be a good um, it's just yeah. adaptation. No, definitely, no, that's absolutely true. But cool, that was a good discussion about that because I think you're right. We did not address that, and that really needed to be addressed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could Is that all for news? Much longer. Yeah. Is that all we got for news? I, I think so. so. Mm. All right. Um, so we we don't really have anything what we're watching uh, this week because I mean we already talked about the Naruto thing, which is the major point that we want to uh, we wanted to bring up. So um, I think it's time now that we move on to our fetish of the week. <laughs> Still just noises. Fetish of the week. Fetish of the week. David, <laughs> David, I hate you. <laughs> okay. Um, so for this fetish of the week, we actually talked about... We didn't really talk about this in particular in another episode, but we did talk about anime memes beforehand. Now, this is an older meme, the pregnancy test one that has been coming up. Yeah. That's it, not really a meme. That's not really a fetish. But uh, but it is kind of it kind of plays along... With uh, different uh, thing, aspects of, of Japanese culture, you know the whole overlay meme. You know, you overlay something isn't new. Uh, yeah, because we saw it earlier with yeah. the um, uh, subway the, sandwiches, the, the Final Fantasy. No, not one. subway sandwiches. Uh, it, like things like the Final Fantasy thing, and uh, but uh, Cash Ferretti. Yeah, yeah, Cash Ferretti. Cash Ferretti. Then there was one that had a video camera where you overlay a video camera screen, um, put like an anime girl in it, because you know 
nothing good comes from a, a video camera and a character on the other end. Uh, well, the newest one that came out of that, uh, as far as overlay goes, is um, anime character and vibrator. Yeah, it's um, it's somebody's hand with a remote vibrating remote. So it's uh, like on so the it's screen, like the opposite of the subway one. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just it's, a character. It's taking something nice, or no, that's the opposite. It's taking something lewd and making it less lewd, and this is the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, you, you made it. Congratulations, you made it make sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's totally a couch. Good, good read. So what? <laughs> when uh, it's a thing now. So what they do is they take images from from anime and like say there's like a scene where they're where girls are like running in gym class or something like that and they look out of breath and they're tired or something yeah. like that. You just stick the the vibrating remote on there and well they they're tired about something else. Yeah. You know. So it does kind of change the subject of it and that's kind of what the video camera one did too where for some reason if you stick a video camera screen in front and you know it's a certain kind of scene it's like oh what are we doing starting a porno here? Yeah, exactly. It changes the subject. <laughs> Matter no, that's the, that, no, no, that no, no, really no, no, no. is. I'm laughing at just what John said. Like, yeah, what are we doing? Starting a porno here? <laughs> walk into walk into the room. Oh, guess we're doing a porno in here. Huh? What, are you, what are you folks doing in here? Starting a porno? Well. Hey, I think buddy. that's. I think that's how all of all of porno starts, right? It's like, it's hey, we're starting a porno or what? Yeah. It's just a guy walks in into a room. He's like, ah, what are you doing in here? Ah, starting a porno. I see. His name is Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 that's how all porno is, is he's, made. He's wearing an oversized suit and a fedora. <laughs> and actually, he's actually, got a he pretzel has, for a cigar. He actually, <laughs> he actually has a shaved head and an earring, and and kind of a shadow or like a five o'clock shadow, but not really. That sounds like more modern. I think the one and that his, Dylan was describing was from the forties. And his life is in black and white. <laughs> well, he's colorblind. Why would you make fun of that? What? Okay. <laughs> so he's a dog now. Uh, men can be colorblind. No, that's no, not yeah. true. Yes, it's not okay. true. That's false. It is. And that was your best match of the week. <laughs> Hold on. Almost done. Bam, wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> okay. So what, what, what's next? Into the West. Into the West. Oh, hold on. Alright, got it. We'll be here a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> that's not that's not even the right sound effect. I'm okay. trying to scroll and I keep hitting the button, sorry. <laughs> so into the West. Has anybody watched uh, any cartoons that are from the West? Goddamn horse. <laughs> well I'm still watching Coral. I thought I... we put this horse down. <laughs> I've got an idea for this definitely into the West. You have to speak up. We can't hear you over the horse. <laughs> Shoot the damn horse! <laughs> oh, he's done. But yeah, I got. Yeah, I'm still watching Korra and you know Ninja Turtles and whatnot. But everybody knows how knows. But I wanted to talk about the Avatar series, Legend of Korra, but that got me wondering. Like a lot of people don't consider that one an anime because it's made in the West. Yep. And like people have this whole issue with, like, what makes an anime an anime other than just location? What do we call Western anime style cartoons? Well, it couldn't just be a cartoon because I mean the literal definition of anime is animation. Yeah. And it's it's such a thin line because because anime it you typically refers to a country of origin. Yeah, it's synonymous with it being an actual Japanese cartoon. But it honestly, all it all it means is cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So what I understand that, but like people just won't consider 
Western cartoons, anime, especially if they take some of the quote unquote anime tropes, you know how Teen Titan used to do or the new Ninja Turtles does now and Yeah, see but and I I don't consider uh Avatar the Last Airbender an anime, but I don't really think it needs to be considered anime, especially because it's actually made in Korea. Yeah. yeah. Well, most anime most anime is outsourced to Korea, but uh I'm just I'm just saying like, you know, it's a it's a western cartoon, animation's done in Korea. It's nothing of none of it's from Japan uh, other than it had a, a Japanese dub to it. So, it's really not an anime, it's just a cartoon. I have I have some into the west stuff. I'm like, uh, but glitch, you can are you, are you done? I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. So, this isn't like West West. It's just western culture. Actually, no. This do, this does count as North America. Uh Wakfu Oh yeah. So uh, Wakfu season two, uh, season one was put out on Netflix a while back, uh, and this was after uh, the whole Kickstarter thing. I, I funded the Kickstarter, so I'm going to be getting my season one and season two on Blu-ray, which I, I can't freaking wait for. But season two was finally put onto Netflix, and uh, and when they put season two onto Netflix, it actually has both the uh, the choice of English and French with English subtitles. That's amazing. It is. It's absolutely amazing because they act, they only put the English on for season one yeah. uh, on Netflix, so, and and they got the feedback saying, "No, I really want to listen to the French." Yeah, uh, and that's actually where I'm sitting. I really want to listen to the French. I love the French dub. Yeah, guys, if you've never heard French uh, cartoons or seen French cartoons, they have really really high quality stuff, especially especially uh, Fu. Uh, Wakfu is a really is it's a fun game, but the cartoon is way better. Yeah, and and I really gotta say, like I am a uh, I'm just a huge Wakfu fan, uh, and I honestly think that if there were more cartoons in French, like I love French dubs. Like French dubs are gorgeous to listen to. They're so good. Yeah, the, the audio is really clean, and the the actors and actresses are very good at, at their dubbing. So it, it's it's very high quality French cartoons. So Boom. and there you go, guys, and you can finally watch all of Wakfu on Netflix. I'm so happy. Did anybody watch Adult Swim's new show, Mike Tyson's Mysteries? No, no, I didn't. Oh hear my gosh, show. it is the funniest thing yeah. ever. Like, okay, uh, so it's done in Hanna Barbera star- style, so it looks. Like Scooby Doo and all that kind of jazz. The way that they get their mysteries is Mike Tyson has carrier pigeons that come to his home, and well, the carrier pigeons. pigeons have notes on them that you know give him mysteries. <laughs> Damn, there's a lot of birds. Yeah, and uh, and Mike Tyson actually plays Mike Tyson. He he reads his script. It seems like on the first take, and they just take it. So he's always jumbling his words. <laughs> like, yeah, it's wicked funny. Uh, we jump. <laughs> Jim Rash, who plays the dean from Community, is a gay ghost, a closet gay ghost. I don't think he's gay. Well, he's he's a closet gay. At least at least that's what uh, Norm Macdonald plays a talking pigeon. And then he and then um, Mike Tyson has a fourteen or no an eighteen year old Asian daughter who was adopted, <laughs> and told him that when he when when he found her on his doorstep, I found you my doorstep. As as a baby. She said that you must always live up to your dreams. That's why he became a mystery hunter. Um, and so, the, okay. it's, yeah. And so Cormac McCarthy, who uh, is an, arth- an author, um, a very one of probably one of the greatest American authors in the past couple decades. Yeah, he he sends a carrier pigeon to uh, to Mike Tyson and his Cormac group McCarthy and, does really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. And yeah, he, it's he, wicked funny. And he unrolls the the piece of paper, and it's just covered in words. He, and like it's like f- it's just full on text, yeah. like on the piece of paper. And Mike Tyson was up. Damn, these are a lot of words. It just <laughs> keeps going on. It, it just keeps going on like this. Yeah. And 
So they have to go to New Mexico and... Or no, Mexico. They go to Mexico because they have to fight the Chupacabra. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, no, it... Seriously, Jonathan and I were watching the first episode and could not stop ourselves from laughing the whole entire real. time. This yeah. Oh it's my god! So funny! It's the funniest show uh, yeah. that we've seen. And on like, there, like there was one part. The best joke in the in the episode for me was when was when Mike Tyson gets all excited because he runs after the chupacabra who steals uh, or who kidnaps Cormac McCarthy, and um, who turns out to be a uh, a centaur. Uh, Spoilers, by the way. He, and Mike Tyson gets all excited because he's he's never punched a chupacabra in the world. So he, so he's super excited about being able to ch- punch a chupacabra, which he calls like a chupanabra. Chupanabra. Yeah, he can't actually. Can't and, and then so Norm Macdonald just like he's like he runs after the chupanabra, and Norm Macdonald as a pigeon is just sitting there. and He goes, "That's a really hard word for him." Yeah, chupacabra is a really hard word for him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. You guys have to watch. Now it. I gotta and, see this. Yeah, highly recommended. You have to watch Mike Tyson mysteries. Is that the end of Into the West? That is the I end of Into the so. West. <sighs> Here we go. Get the get the horse. <laughs> okay. So next up we have uh, toy shelf. Yep. We have we we found some stuff for toy shelf that's pretty. I want to talk about what I'm excited for in toy shelf. Um, there is a new Kotobukiya statue uh, for the Marvel series. It is B Shoujo um, She Hulk. Yeah, I, I like my I like my girls with muscles, um, and she's got <laughs> word. Like, I don't word, I don't man. know high five glitch. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like I, I thought like I don't know muscle chicks are not well like, not like not like supreme muscles not bodybuilder muscles. Not but I, for yourself. Okay. Yeah. See, and that's what I was talking about. Glitch like. Uh, there's two different types of muscle girls. There's girls that are tone, and then there's girls that are like, Roar! like, like you know, those. like just not good. Yeah, but I, I, I like I like girls with muscles, and I, and I like some really nice nice tone legs too. You know, so so uh, be shown be shoujo, uh, uh she Hulk. Yeah, that's my jam. I'm waiting for Kotobukiya uh, to release all their uh, new Street Fighter stuff. They made Jury so weird, though. Like, I mean, the new one that's coming out is Jury, but they, like, increased her cup size by, like, three sizes. Yeah, don't care. Still, get, I, uh, Jury's my fighter, so I'm going to stick to it. I'll probably get it. But Sakura is coming out as well, She's eventually. She's going to have more back problems when she gets older. Yeah. <laughs> all them, all them kicks that she throws? All right. So, uh, next up on the toy shelf, um, for those of us who have been following the anime Parasite... You know, based off the old ladies anime that's coming out this season, they are releasing Migi, who is uh, the the right hand of the character. Yeah, so uh, who is the actual Paris? Hey, everyone! I've been on the go recently: Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Site character in the show. They're releasing a uh, action or uh, a, a figure of him. It's a posable figure. But it's more of a figure uh, of when he's in like battle form, so he's like all made of blades and stuff. Man, I, I think that like from the anime, Migi is just the ugliest character. Yeah, I mean, he's like straight it's, up. Like yeah, but it, it's kind of cute, you know, in the way that like they have 
the the character Migi is done by this like fourteen year old Japanese beatboxer girl, and she, she's like a famous beatboxer in Japan. And she's got a voice acting gig for this anime, which is that's pretty cool. Yeah, because uh, and and they kind of use it too, because whenever Migi attacks, it makes like beatboxing sounds, like with the mouth or like mouth sounds. Yeah. So like they had her do that. It was it was really interesting. Um, uh, so there's a figure of that, and finally next up. They're coming out with a, a Sword Art Online 2, a couple Sword Art Online 2 figures, uh, one of which is the female Kirito <laughs> uh, figure. So they, come, they have a, a female Kirito, and then they have Shion. Uh, there are so many Shions being released now, now that she's showing up in uh, Sword Art Online yeah. 2. But the, but the newest one that's coming out is, uh, is a swimsuit. Uh, figure of her surprise. Yeah. She's the one of the characters that becomes the cat girl in the uh, other. Yes, yeah, she is, and I'm <laughs> waiting for them to release the cat girl. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I saw too is that they're putting up pre-orders for a Kill a Kill Satsuki wearing uh, uh, Sungetsu. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and I thought that w- that looked pretty nice. It didn't look like. Uh, studio Trigger design. It actually looked like a third party designer yeah, made that costume, but it still looks nice. Yeah. Um, still got I, big eyebrows. And uh, yeah, I think one. Um, <laughs> I think one of the things that I'm just going to touch on before we uh, move on uh, to the Tapagachi, just because it's all Monster Hunter related. Uh, one of the things on pre order that I find in the toy list is they actually they're releasing pen sets of uh, Monster Hunter weapons. So like they have That's pretty cool. Yeah, so they're ballpoint pens, but in the shape of Monster Hunter weapons that you can build in the game. That sounds really encumbersome though. I yeah, mean, like, they seem like they're really big, bulky weapons in that game. It's not like you can get a good grip on them. <laughs> yeah, they're weird shapes. I wonder if that's going to be a design flaw. We'll find out. And that's the toy shelf. What if we that don't have was a se- the like point of the game was you find monsters, kill them, and then you get writing utensils? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would be like typing of the dead. It would just be like writing of I don't know. Monster Hunter writing. Monster writing. You could have, like, famous authors be the the characters. (laughs) Like Charles Dickens. I understand. (laughs) Cormac McCarthy team up. And it's time to move on to our Tapagachi. Yay! Yeah, so this episode we want to discuss um, main characters... We what we like, what we dislike about main characters in anime, and there's there's a lot of tropes that go around here. I know not many people like the word trope, Andrew, um, but there, there's tropes. Tropes are a thing. There are a lot of cliches that happen in anime that create uh, main characters. It's kind of for starters, to talk about tropes though. Yeah, for starters, they always sit at the back of the class next to the window and staring at the window during class. Well, it's, it's easier to animate, isn't it? It's yeah. easier to animate. Yeah, They're they always on the character. Yeah, they they don't have to animate everybody else in the classroom if they're not always sitting in the back. But usually, that most anime heroes are that that misunderstood character that everyone talks about or has rumors for, or he's that yeah. delinquent. <laughs> right. Here's my thing. Um, I, I, I we can start at this place. My favorite kind of main character is in coming of age stories. I like characters from like well, obviously Fooly Cooly because it's my favorite. Now to growing up in this town where nothing happens, and then like. Gurren Lagan, Simone is a little kid who's afraid of everything, but he learns to become a leader of, like, people who are saving the Earth. You know, I love those kinds of main characters because, yeah, they're scared, but they grow up into heroes. And that's a cool story. You know, everybody kind of wants to do that in their life. I think it's almost like a, you know, a fantasy of some sort that, yeah. you know, you want to grow up to become a hero. So it's, it's a good, relatable story. Yeah. I think I agree with you on that. Like... Uh, I really liked um, Renton's character from Eureka 7. But yes, good the example. Problem, the, the problem is that you will sometimes run into a character that will stay a 
child for far too long, and it's like not... Shinji from Evangelion, or like oh, Naruto, or like Naruto. <laughs> I will, but the yeah. thing is, Naruto always wants to be a hero. That's the difference. Naruto wants to be a hero. He's yeah, not but afraid he does of it. Become sort of like more grown up and badass in certain parts of uh, Shippuden, but um... takes a really long time. Yeah, it took you know. <laughs> A while, <laughs> about a, about a thousand, about seven hundred. Uh, well, no, that was just Shippuden. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, that might have been both of them. I forget how they did it. I don't know anymore. Who cares? Yeah. It's over. It's over. We don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> I, and I think that one of my least favorites was uh, probably the the character, the main character, especially male characters that are too timid. Like, oh, you know God, how they, yeah. in harems they always end up with these characters who are like, oh, it's a misunderstanding, and then they get, and then they get punched, mm-hmm. you know? One of the things that I wanted to mention was this season there's a new anime out called Trinity 7 where it's about a magic school, and the more in touch with your emotions you are, the better you are at magic. And the school is mostly. Uh, I'd be so with, bad at magic. <laughs> this, uh, this, this school is mostly the, the, filled with women because. Does mean like a certain element or. Type of magic because we don't be good at certain ones. No, um, this this school is filled with mostly women because women are more in touch with their emotions. That yeah, their form makes them better. Emotion, he'd be perfect for one. <laughs> it makes them better uh, as mages. So this dude ends up going to the school because he's in touch with his emotions because he's not afraid of the harem tropes. For example, one of the best jokes in the series was. There's one morning where he wakes up and there are two naked characters, two naked girls in his bed. And the uptight girl character comes walking into the room and is like, Oh, what are you doing with those girls in your bed? And then, like, he stares at her for a second and then he comes to, and then his character comes to a realization. He goes, Oh, take off your clothes and jump in bed with me. <laughs> and, and that completely shattered the, the harem trope for me, which I thought was a brilliant move. The anime is only subpar, I would give it like a six <laughs> out of ten. But but the main character is completely different and breaks all standards that are of harm characters, which I love. That's what keeps me watching it. Yeah, I like snarky assholes. Yeah, uh, that is a, that is a really good um, a really good character type, I believe. But you skate your mesh. You're still like my one of my favorite snarky assholes hero anime guys. Well, and it's kind of like uh, Joseph Joestar too from uh, from the second part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where uh, I mean he's like the trickster character, but he's always a step ahead of whoever he's fighting. He can kick you like he he acts like he can kick your ass, and he and he can follow through on it. Like yeah. he like he he tells you I'm gonna kick your ass, and then he does it. But he does it in like the most sarcastic way ever. You know, like he like he he jokes with you and. And he, and he. Well, one of my most f- favorite Joe Star secret weapons. Run away! Yeah. You know? I don't know. What other characters can you think of that are like that? Uh, Spike. Spike, absolutely. Uh, Pretty much just about any hero that Steve Blum has voiced. Once <laughs> <laughs> you really think about it. The, uh, what's his name uh, from uh, Samurai Champloo? Mugen. Yeah. Mugen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He that that's actually really true. I, did, I, I totally forgot that Mugen was like <laughs> yeah. that. Well, then on the other side, where you have Gene, yeah, you have Gene, who's the silent type who can also kill you, which is the, almost the same thing, kind of like Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star. They always pair he, those two together all the time, too. Yeah, that yeah, that's that's a very common character, I think, in Japanese like, uh, stories in general. Maybe wild, well, snarky asshole, and the cool, calculated person. Yeah, yeah, the cool, calculated, calculated, yeah, glasses. very, very silent, very. Very like yeah. you can tell that they're probably very strong, but or they hated yeah. each other at first and they got together like oh you you can be a good rival let's 
This part. I don't know. Yeah, they kind of still hated each other by the end of that series, though. It was yeah, more. Like a, a, it was a friendly rivalry, though. It was a friendly rivalry. Uh, yeah, it was one of those things where they didn't admit that they kind of liked each other, but they, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, fan fiction's everywhere. Uh, anyway, oh, shoot, well, one thing that I wanted to talk about, anyways, was the the Kentaro character type, which is kind of like the end all BL character. You know that he's gonna win, and you know that no one can beat him, which is uh, I'm okay with. I've always been okay with that. It, I remember back when we were way younger and we saw the first iteration of the Ghost Rider movie. Oh uh, yeah, and like as terrible as that movie was, yeah, wait, with Nicolas Cage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost uh, Rider is going. Ghost Rider himself was pretty cool, even though he was pretty much unstoppable. Like, yeah, like there was nothing in the world that could stop. Like Ghost every Rider. every time uh, somebody even tried to go near him or touch him or you know beat him, he would just be like, "Nope, forget it." Well, I think the no IRS ch- can stop him. <laughs> um, but, That's Nicolas Cage, man. <laughs> but but the thing is, uh, oh, people oh. <laughs> people uh, hated that movie because it was like, oh, he's so unstoppable. Like, what are we gonna like who? Who cares? Do you know he's going to win? I kind of like that in a character. When you see a character come on screen, like when you see Kentro crack his knuckles, and you know that the fight yeah. is already yeah. over. Yeah, uh-oh, that guy's in trouble. I like or that. Goku shows up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but Goku has died. Goku's died. Yeah, and he's taken a re- and he takes a really, really long time. But the thing, so, like, the thing is about Dragon Ball Z is it's in a different way. He may not win, but you know he's always going to be okay. It's, yeah, it's sort of yeah. similar but different. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but then definitely. again, the problem with that kind of anime is the reason why it takes so long. Like, if you already know that outcome's going to happen, then why draw out these fights for as long as they do? Uh, you know anything, what I mean? That's why. That's sus- why I think. Kai sus- is yeah, sus- suspense but for if, cash you know, money. <laughs> yes, that. Too. But if you know the answer, then why is it? It's not suspenseful. Well, and, and that's actually the interesting thing: why they even released Kai? Because if they, you know, because Kai kind of, you know, breaks it down like you know, Krillin beats Frieza, or other way around. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, what? Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Sorry, what? Never. What yeah. Have you been reading? Kai. <laughs> uh, Frieza transforms and beats Krillin in one episode, as opposed to the five episodes it took. Yeah, they may have just done that because. People, it's it, fans might have been clamoring for something like that, where like it's like everyone knows that Dragon Ball Z was is like renowned for just dragging things out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, dragging dragging Ball Z. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> dragging its balls. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we just made glitch groan. Yeah. That's, that's something special <laughs> noted here in episode fifty-two of the podcast. Oh my uh, god! Wow, so, <laughs> that's usually Dylan's job, you two. <laughs> but this is getting weird. Yeah, uh, we never talked about where we haven't have yet to seem to cover any female characters. We haven't covered, like, female main characters as to what kind of tropes we like of them. Michelle from Terraformers is awesome! <laughs> yeah, new season, uh, this Terraformer, like, all of the main characters are really good, balanced characters. Yes, uh, have you guys, have, uh, probably not, right? Have either of you seen Terraformers? Nope. Highly recommended free on Crunchyroll. Yeah, it, it is some, that is hot stuff. Really good, season. really good action anime. Yeah, it is, it is solid. And it actually even pe- may peek into the anime section. Don't tell Sean that though, because he won't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, the characters are, like, the character development is really strong. Super violent. Yeah, for really? the, for the characters that survive. This show is very shameless in being like, oh, hey, that character is dead now. In a very uh, Game of Thrones type of way. 
Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of depressing because uh, it's about like the war between uh, mutate mutant cockroaches and humans on on Mars because they terraform Mars. Yeah, and um, and they talk about vermin. You know, like uh, the basically the mutant cockroaches on Mars uh, view humans as we view cockroaches here on Earth. You know, where they're just vermin and they have to be killed and just, and destroyed. And you mm-hmm. them. And uh, and that's what happens to a lot of the characters in the show, like like, ma- like main characters. Yeah, like they're they're literally treated like vermin. Like, and that actually makes me so uncomfortable. And so, and it's really actually upsetting to watch like just humans being slaughtered with for no reason. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really violent show. It's really like peeks into some really moral uh, moral structures of different. Things yeah. it's really creepy. That being said, for female characters, I am not really a fan of like the emotionless types. You know how like we were talking about Jean from Samurai Champloo. I'm not really a fan of that, as in say Akame from Akame Got Kill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's weird. It's a weird balance where like my girl characters have to ha- be bubbly and full of emotion. And if they don't have that, then it's kind of, like, flat and uninteresting. I don't know. I like Akame from Akame Gokai. I prefer No Nonsense. No, well, No Nonsense is different than, um, than No Emotion. Yeah. I don't think, what I'm you, saying my favorite one, like, the No Nonsense yeah, what, character. So, so then, Glitch, you should check out Michelle from Terraformers, because that is, like, the straightest no-nonsense female character I have ever seen. Uh, definitely one of my... Favorite new character crushes like well, there's I like a bunch I, of roaches involved in this anime. I hate roaches. <laughs> well, then, then it's all the better when they start killing the roaches. Seriously, dude, you Terraformers is is right is a solid anime. It's really good, and um, uh, it's kind of like along the lines of uh, Michelle is along the lines of Mikasa. Like how the way I was having like a super crush on Mikasa when uh, when Attack on Titan was coming out. Yeah. Same same line as as Michelle. And with, see, with that's that's why out. I think that I was kind of kind of straying away from Mikasa in the beginning because she because she didn't have any emotion and I honestly didn't even connect with her character until I heard it in English. Yeah. Because it was just because it was just like there wasn't enough there to I go on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I li- I like spunky, sporty kind of girl characters. You know, they so they have to like um, Tomo from uh, Azumanga Daioh, where she always comes to the room. Hi, everybody! You know, like that that sort of like emotion, kind of like tomboyish characters. I guess so. I mean, I I love the I love it. I mean, in it seems like in Japanese culture, there's a lot of tomboyish characters, yeah. uh, tomboyish females, which I'm totally okay with because I love tomboy characters. I think they're so awesome. Tomboy cat girl. Yes. There are, uh, <laughs> yes, actually. Is that the name of your band? <laughs> kind of does sound like a band, huh? <laughs> I think it would be a better album name. It would uh, for the for the like the second or third CD. Tomboy Cat Girls' first album, totally a couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a love seat; it's a couch. <laughs> Defining Dylan's. Couch. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of cat girl char- characters that are also tomboys, i.e. Aisha Clan Clan. Oh yeah, Aisha Clan yeah. Clan. That's, that's a good. That's a good character. Yeah. But then again, I don't really. Uh, I don't really connect with the w- the assassin character from. Yeah, I was about to say that that the assassin character is similar to Jean in the more quiet, calculated sense. But I think for now, it's time to find out what we've learned today on this episode. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hurry up. Hang on. What, are we going to kill the horse again? 
It's time for <laughs> sentimental anime. Today on Wicked Anime, I have learned that Dylan's couch, regardless of how many people sit on it or how close they are together, <laughs> it is always going to be a sofa. What I have learned today is that if you have overstock in your in your shop, uh, you can sell that overstock in your shop by being overly sarcastic about it, especially if, if they're giant uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. The piano stop playing? You messed it up, John. Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? We're just jamming out, man. <laughs> <laughs> just just swaying back and forth. Yeah, we're no, it's done. Oh, what? What I learned is what I learned today at Wicked Anime is mine and Dylan's relationship is not as close as I thought it was. <laughs> this always felt like a love seat to me. Now it's on your couch. <laughs> It did hurts. anybody ha- have any non-couch related things that they learned? <laughs> I already did mine. <laughs> I learned that uh... <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I was going to do some couch related, but uh since that went last that uh that didn't work out so well. So I learned I should go first. well now we know for next time and that is what we have learned on today's podcast thanks everybody (laughs) (laughs) even though you can beat a dead horse it can somehow come back to life and take fucking ever to do a (laughs) re-intro eating hay oh I've learned that a horse really likes hay every week every Every week. week hay Okay, it's time for some fan service. What did our fans shell out to us this week? Okay, so this week um, we got a couple from Scott. Our, our, our wicked fan Scott uh, sent us um, a news story of Moe of the North Star. Apparently there's an art competition going on in Japan where uh, people are doing art Moe versions of the Fist of the North Star characters. And that's it. That's that's really all it is. That's scary. How does but, uh, that even work? I don't know. I have no idea how it works. But um, I guess some people aren't really too happy about it. I don't know if that includes the creators or not, uh, <laughs> or if the creators are kind of in on it. But um, no, man, yeah, exactly. Some people are Look, just like, you no, can do Moy dictators. You can do Moy fist of the North Star. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, really? I would. Yeah, I think that that would be a yeah. more appropriate way to do it. And then in return, uh, he also tweeted at us a a picture of. Kiss of the North Star. The band, the rock band Kiss. <laughs> Just like all the Fist of the North Star and Kiss makeup. That's amazing. It is pretty funny. We can, uh... Charlie Christ of the North Star. <laughs> uh, over on Facebook, uh, our... <laughs> What's well, funny? He's a Florida politician. Just, uh... Oh, thank goodness those ads are over now. <laughs> so, Anna sent us her recommendation. Uh, oh, uh, the last time she talked to us was her recommendations and her excitement for anime this season. Um, and, uh, well, where she also said, hey, you guys should, uh, uh, put some better sourcing in your... That was my fault. I dropped the ball on the last episode. Hopefully it'll be fixed soon Wait, wasn't by that Garrier's thought as well? Yes. He also, he also commented on that on our SoundCloud. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but, but yeah, I, I dropped the ball last week and I, I didn't add any links whatsoever to anything that... I usually try to do, like, our most biggest ones and important ones, interesting ones, etc. But I didn't because... I have I, I've he just been lost. 
I've been lost in my new full-time job, and it's been really tough. Yeah, now both Jonathan and I both have full-time jobs, and it's really, really rough. Working for the weekend. Pretty much. Yeah. Have you never worked for the weekend? Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> week is a nice, you know, week is a nice boss. <laughs> what? I used the to work for the, the weekend. The weekend is a nice boss. The he weekend made, is... Oh, okay. He made yeah. a dad joke. Yeah, that that is a dad caliber level joke. <laughs> anyway... So Anna sent sent us that um, uh, Yona of the Dawn, which is the shoujo one that she said that we should watch, um, which I have been watching. Yeah, uh, you, you have. have I've, you? I've continued to watch it. I've oh, watched. Okay. All, I've been caught up on it. Is it good? Yes, it is very good. I think I talked about it last week, didn't I? Uh, you did, well, the last time you talked about it, you said um, uh, you said you weren't too sure on it. You know, you're gonna uh, watch it a little bit more. Yeah, it's it's got better. Um, it's slow moving. That's definitely a thing. It's did, definitely slow moving. They haven't met up with any of the new characters. Did we mention that we didn't do what we're watching because we're all just watching the same stuff? I guess, yeah. yeah I think we did. Yeah, I thought well, we, we did skip past it, but we didn't say that necessarily. That's why we didn't talk about what we were watching because we're, we were watching everything that we were watching last week. Nothing. And we kind of touched on it like in that thing I said we were watching Terraformers and yeah. whatever. So it's fine. Um, uh, she said... Um, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> She touched on Parasite, where she said that she wasn't uh, really excited about Parasite coming out this season, uh, where I was totally opposed to that, where I said, uh, or the opposite of that, where I said I was actually very excited for Parasite. Um, and uh, she kind of, she said she conceded her answer a little bit to, to say that it is very well done. Uh, it's not her favorite this season, which is totally fine. Uh, not everybody's cup of tea. No, it's definitely not. Especially after last episode, I am just totally like, holy crap, I need a rest from that. It's violent, it's... Sad at times. It's very sad. It's very depressing, and its but, moral stru- its moral structure is very, very much like terraformers, where they're treating humans as vermin. Again, uh, for some reason, that doesn't sit well with me. It makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> and then she goes on to talking about Log Horizon season two. She really liked Log Horizon season one, um, and when season two came out, uh, season two is. Uh, they switched studios. Yeah, they switched doing... over to Studio Dean. And Studio Dean is synony- or is is very synonymous. I don't know. Un- uh, is very uh, infamous for making bad shows and sausage. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, Studio so, Jimmy Dean. So uh, Studio so Jimmy Dean. Studio Dean working on the second season of Log Horizon. She says it's falling flat. Which is really, really upsetting. Yeah, especially because she also mentioned that the Log Horizon animation wasn't the best thing to begin with. When it switched over to Studio Dean, it didn't help. Uh, okay, um, but she did mention that uh, the first season of Log Horizon was picked up and is getting an English dub. Interesting. Um, uh, so what uh, what they're talking and what she's talking about is um, they made some interesting uh, choices from the clips that you saw. The giant cat man that's in it, uh, named um, uh, Nyanta. Or Nyanta-san, who was like an older, older-sounding dude who was very gentlemanly uh, and very uh, soft-spoken, um, is now being played by an African-American uh, voice actor in English, and it changes the dynamic uh, in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll have to see because we haven't heard the English yet. No, she. Uh, there, there are clips. There, there are, are clips, clips of the of it, and she says um, so. It completely changes his character, almost. Uh, kinda. It's it's just different. It's 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 the same character, but it sounds different because instead of some of the lingo is different. Let's see. How do you define the race of somebody who is covered in fur, anyways? Well, that's what we were talking about. She said, "Does this does this kind of add to our list of black anime characters?" And I said, "Well, is 
because it's Log Horizon, uh, all those are just avatars. So the person who's actually playing that avatar is probably an African American character. Uh, so, but the cat character himself is not African American, but the the player is. I don't, and and it was like this weird, like I don't know if it is or not. Who knows? <laughs> Pretty good. She said we got a lot of really really long messages on Facebook. Yeah, paragraphs. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Tomes. Sonnets. Ballot. Sonnet boom. Really? Really good. Sonnet boom. Sonnet boom. That's Shakespeare's Street Fighter And now I'm picturing just a picture of of William Shakespeare with the blonde flat top. Oh, I hate you so much right now, Dylan. I hate you. That sounds awesome. Anyway, uh, so uh, boom. How do I compare you to a woman? All right, so Big Bad Shadow Man uh, also messaged us uh, and wanted to give us a correction that we totally flubbed on. Uh, In last week's toy shelf. Yeah, uh, Big Bad sent us a thing saying that, hey, Gamora is not a Godzilla enemy, Gamora is an Ultraman enemy. Whoops, I totally messed that up. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was uh, that was totally my bad. But that's what we have our fans for. Yeah, exactly. We have you guys to correct us. So it's thank- not like we actually do research. Yeah. So thanks, Big Bad. You, you, uh, thank you for that. Uh, now, now everybody knows. Big good job. <laughs> that's really quiet. He also <laughs> says he, he he also says he really likes the new segments. Cool. I'm glad. Uh, and then we got a message from uh, Keto. Uh, Keto uh, basically just uh, kept it short and sweet. Kept it short and sweet, and says, "I do not like English JoJo," and uh, and I have to agree with him. Uh, where uh, basically, here's what I responded to him. I basically told him that I thought they, that they chose the perfect English voices, like they casted the perfect people to play the uh, to play the parts, but the production isn't necessarily there. Yeah, it took a, it. It kind of fell a little flat. Well, they kind of had to do it pretty quick. I imagine so. So if they went back and read it, it like it doesn't have the same um, affliction that the Japanese voices had, where they're all, like basically scream talking everything. <laughs> now we go over to our fan Gerardo, uh, where Ger- uh, Gerardo says that he his favorite new section was Into the West. Yeah, yeah, woo. way to go, glitch. And uh, and I had brought up uh, Gravity Falls last time, and he had not watched any of Gravity Falls. It's a shame. Which is a shame because that is the, one of the greatest cartoons that is on TV right now. But his first introduction to it was Seuss and the Real Girl. Yeah. So, uh, so he watched Seuss and the Real Girl, was totally into it, and now is seeking out all Gravity Falls. I'll be going to heaven with the angels and Grandpa. <laughs> no, 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 he's, he's not there. He's not there. <laughs> That's an actual joke on the Disney Channel, people. <laughs> he said out of all the uh, Marvel animes that we discussed... Uh, that the X-Men anime is the best one. No which, kidding. Which I bought as a joke. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, now he does have a new section for us. Um, because, uh, because he sent this section over to us, um, uh, ye- just yesterday to the recording, uh, we didn't, we're, we're not adding it to this episode of the show. We're going to, uh, read, he sent us a lot of research, basically. Uh, so we're going to look into all the research that he sent us, see what we're going to do to break it down a little bit, and we'll, we'll talk about it on the next episode. But the, uh, what he said, recommended that we talk about is he wants to hear a section about origins of anime, uh, origins of series, entire series, and he sent us the, the humble beginnings of Naruto, 
weird, right? Because that's what we were just discussing on this mm-hmm. uh, after discussing the ending to Naruto. So we want to talk. About, he wants to hear us talk about the very beginning of Naruto, like how, how the show started, or just the beginning of the show. The how the show started, like with the creators discussing things I about how it's yeah how it's going to begin, yeah. uh, and and it looks like there's a whole bunch of different uh, history behind it and how it's actually and how it has its beginnings. Okay. Very interesting stuff. There's this really annoying yellow-haired kid. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> there's this fox, right? Nine tails. Like fox, no eight tails. No, I don't think nine tails. Whoa! Yeah. So We've already done a two-tailed fox, Japan. Come on. So thanks for sending us that uh, that suggestion, Gerardo. We're going to look into it a lot, and we're going to see what we can do to implement it. Especially because we talked about Naruto so much this episode. It might be very appropriate to talk about the beginning of, of Naruto the Believe next episode. It. Believe it. Is that all we have for fan service? It is absolutely not. <laughs> uh, so over on the Nerdy Show, uh, uh, our producer Cap. So okay, so this one is actually also for Gerardo because uh, if you if you don't listen to the Nerdy Show um, on our uh, on the Nerdy Show website, then you kind of miss out on some of the comments that pop up there. And our producer Cap actually uh, specifically uh, made a shout out to Gerardo, saying from the Hentai episode, "Hey Gerardo, EC Major is an awesome artist." So, there you go, Gerardo. Our producer, Cap, agrees with you that EC Major is also a great hentai artist. Okay, and I got a question for Cap. What are your favorite fetishes in hentais? <laughs> oh, snap! That is going to be... We just called out Cap on his favorite hentai fetishes and, <laughs> and his artists and all that stuff that we talked about. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's see if he listens to our podcast. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> over to SoundCloud, where, uh, where we had Garrier... Um, uh, talking to us. Uh, what did Gary your comment on our SoundCloud? Well, he put right on the mark where we started doing sentimental anime that he really enjoyed that segment. I, I don't know if that's the exact point that he was talking about. If it's a different section, please let us know. <laughs> um, but but personally, I really like that section. I think it's so fun to just think of something it's short, stupid it's short on the and sweet. You yeah. know, I, I I like it too. Very Doctor Steve rule. Garrier uh, commented that the title of Into the West reminded him of that fight scene of between Spike Spiegel and Andy the cowboy from Cowboy Bebop. From Cowboy Bebop. And uh, that may or may not have also been what he was talking about, that that was his favorite section. I don't know whether or not he was talking about sentimental anime or if he was talking about <laughs> um, the other thing. He also said that uh, that the toy shelf was his favorite section. Thanks, Garrier. <laughs> he also said that he, he that we should check out a podcast called The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, which I'm pretty sure I've heard of. Yeah. Um, but I, I haven't listened to it. Uh, he said they have a similar section for Dylan called Science or Fiction. Yeah. And it might give us a better idea of the format that we want to go for if it, if it may or may not read better. And that's all we have for Gary on uh, SoundCloud. And I think that's all we have for fan service. That is all we have for fan service. Now, is that really appropriate, Dylan? Is that all really appropriate? Inappropriate. That's all we have for fan service. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a cow. <laughs> Was it holy at least? <laughs> it's time to move on to some shameless plugs. All right, guys. So if you guys want to join in on our conversation, if you guys want to tell us your favorite main character tropes... Uh, or you want to tell us what characters you are not, uh, you do not like, you're not uh, very fond of. 
Uh, email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we have frequent updates on videos, news, anything that cool that we find around the internet. Plus, we also get to talk to you guys there. Um, you can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where you can find our videos and our podcasts if you're not already listening to our podcast there, where you can also find our podcast on iTunes, where you can rate and review our podcast, and uh, you can, where you can also find us on SoundCloud backslash wickedanime. You can also find us at, tw- uh, you can tweet at us at twitter.com uh, at uh, yo wickedanime, uh, and then you can find us on Tumblr, wickedanime.tumblr.com, tumblr.wickedanime.com, whatever it is, I don't know. Where we tumble tumble things. And finally, of course, you can find us at youtube.com slap backslash wicked anime reviews, where that is our main hub for wicked anime, where you can find all of our voice and the most important things you will ever know about wicked anime. I got everything, right? Did I get everything? We have so many things now. We do have so many things. Oh, uh, Patreon! <laughs> um, Nerdy Show is doing Patreon. Uh, so if you guys, uh, even for $1 a month, if you guys want to subscribe to Nerdy Show for $1 a month, uh, you can really help out the network, uh, stay afloat. Um, we're up to a good amount right now, but uh, all you need to do is go to patreon.com and, uh, and set up a monthly subscription so that we get some cash. And uh, you guys get cool things. Everything on the network is always still going to be free and available, except you get all the extra behind-the-scenes stuff when you... Uh, contribute to Patreon, which you get outtakes, which I'm working on some outtake reels right now that oh, you'll be God. able to get in some later months. Yeah, right? <laughs> and maybe, you know, who knows, maybe Andrew and I will throw in some artwork every once in a while. You know, maybe, maybe I don't know. You're just going to have to throw in some coin and see what pops out. I think another thing we have to... Uh, so, Oh, yeah, so, okay, so that's Patreon, uh, the Nerdy Show Patreon. The Nerdy Show Patreon does include all the shows, um, but if you want to... <laughs> How many times did you just say Nerdy Show Patreon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, a new th- it's a new thing. We kind of have to plug it. Uh, Wicked Anime is on that same one as well. So whatever you uh, contribute to the Nerdy Show uh, will be contributed to Wicked Anime. Yeah, and you can send them a message saying like, hey, I really like Wicked Anime. Here's some money because I like Wicked Anime. And, you know, maybe that'll contribute more towards our show. And, and our and gold something. Ferrari chariots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our, yes. our, um, our rocket ships that we can go space exploring in. Our robot limos. Our uh, our love sofas, <laughs> their couches, John, and guys, our battle couches. Uh, I just want to make one more mention as well. Uh, I remember on the podcast, the early in the podcast last time, we were talking about a Moeton yeah. that was going to show up on the front page, um, which obviously that did not get sh- uh, show up. It's because it's still in production. Uh, we jumped the gun on that one a little bit, but hey, surprise! There might be a Moeton show- being showing up for Wicked Anime. Being well, might not. We might have jumped the gun again. Might be a lot of gun jumping. Whoops! <laughs> That's is that what it sounds like when you jump a gun? It uh, sounds like a cowboy thing to do. You know, depending think, on the gun, you probably could just step over it. Yeah, you don't even have to jump. You might not even have to take both feet off the ground at the same time. No. That's all we have for the Wicked <laughs> Anime Podcast this week. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us for another weird episode, crazy week. Uh, who, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Only way we know how. K-Y-Y.
Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about um, Sean's favorite character from Outlaw Star. Yeah, it's, it starts with an S, I think. Yeah. yeah how come I, I can't remember? Maybe something moon, to do with the moon. Yeah, yeah, moon moon something. Something. If Sean were on this episode, he would tell us, <laughs> and he would be like, "Shut up, guys! I like that character." Old Woodstick Lady McGee. <laughs> <laughs> moon, moon. Uh, yes. Sanso, something like that. Some, some like that. We have total access to look it up, but we're just not. Yeah, doing we it. are sitting in front of our computers right here with Google <laughs> yep. open and not typing a single word. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, I have too much pride for that. That's what, we, that's what I'll do instead. Wicked A! Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling friends, rating, and reviewing on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com store, or directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. To find out how you and your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more episodes of the Wicked Anime Podcast, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes Store, and for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social networks. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.